to fascism. It should not be tolerated in civil society. Nazis are not welcome in civil society. <laughs> All right, tough guy. Thanks for the wisdom. Nazis, some woman who's claiming on average men are taller than women. Well, you know Nazis. You know Nazis and their whole taller men thing. I hate the Nazis. They're women lactate. Keep in mind, though, remember, Planned Parenthood, was it? Put out a tweet. Some men have uteruses. Some men have uteruses. Some men have uteruses. Whatever that tweet was the other day. I'll find it specifically. I, ha- I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm y- telling you. Haven't you said that your your college kids said that the, the, the most people on the college campuses don't think this way? Right. Right. Um, I mean, it's it's there's plenty of, you know, liberalism and kookyism. Certainly they're kids. Sure. You know, Churchill, if you're 20 and not a liberal, you have no heart. If you're 40 and not a conservative, you have no brain. Um, but yeah, it is the, the social justice hardcore types are, are definitely a minority. But they get a lot of attention, no doubt. The, the, and, and a lot of the kids are really cowed into silence. Sure. Because or the, the teachers, the social, oh yeah, oh my God, yeah. Because the social justice warriors will paint you as all sorts of horrible things that can cause you real damage socially, career wise, etc. And they are like, like all fanatics. They're dangerous because they believe that they have God on their side and anything they do is backed by the authority of of God. Of course, most of them are atheists. Their God is secular humanism. But so that they're very, very dangerous because they don't think they have any moral culpability. So what's the ultimate goal, though? What's the ultimate goal with how dare you point out that men are average on average taller than women or that women have babies, not men, or that women gain their weight in their hips and men in their belly. I mean, what's what's the overall goal of those people? Well, their their view is that all sex differences are uh, social, okay, even, societal. If they convince and, and us all of that. And if you even begin to accept the whole tall thing, well, then you've let the fascists win the day. Slippery slope. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Jeez. Uh, I... I, I but. I think you got to lean toward denying what's obviously true is never a good idea, no matter what it is. Right. But um, I just I don't quite understand what the obvious goal. Even if we all bought into their their theories, um, what what would the world look like, or how would that benefit? Who would that benefit? I I get the sense they're trying to reach a very exaggerated or inaccurate definition of what equality means. That seems to be kind of the underlying theme of a lot of this stuff. It's like by pointing these things out, you're saying that we aren't equal, but we are equal. But but we're different. That that's there seems to be this talking past each other with these phrases. So if you if you went far enough with that argument, would you then? Because maybe this is where you know you get into communism. So uh, something's unfair if you have some people making more money or nicer houses or treated differently in the law or whatever. I think you're putting more thought into it than they have. (laughs) Well, uh, but there's also, there's also the, uh, and and this is really common in communist and other uh, radical takeovers, you, you say things that are so ridiculous that people cannot just fall back on what is clearly true anymore, because if anybody resists your um, your ideology, you'll kill them for it. You will put them to death for it. And people learn rather quickly that the truth is not an acceptable answer. You must echo what's being said or you will be killed. And so the nonsense part of it is actually a useful part of the strategy 
for, you know, the Maoists, for instance. I would think you have to go with the strategy of pulling the mic on people if you're going to start to yell at them when they say men are taller than women, because what argument would you possibly make? You couldn't get into a discussion about it. Right. Right. Look around you. Read any book of right. <laughs> who studied this. I mean, just I don't know. What do you what kind of conversation do you want to have about men being taller than women? Right. Well, in in your various uh radical manifestos and and in the in the strategies for a radical government taking over, you absolutely do not want a reasonable discussion. That is the last thing you want. One of the strategies is you forbid any reasonable discussion well, uh, and shout at people that they're communists in the case of 1930s Germany or that they're racists or or whatever. The last thing they want is a reasonable well, the conversation. the people at the top of the pyramid of whatever this is might be thinking that and probably are. Right. But there's no way that kid was. We're back to useful idiots. He's just, he's like Sean said, we've, we've already put way more thought into it than he has. Yeah, but th- that sort of person is absolutely critical to that sort of movement oh, being sure. successful. I get it. but Yeah. I mean, the, the guy swinging the hammer knows that kid is the hammer. Now, he doesn't sound like he could beat up a kitty cat, but... You get enough people like that whipped up, and then they are the weapon wielded by a, a Stalin or a Mao or a Hitler or a Pol Pot or a thousand other examples. God, I you know I've been in some conversations where the minority opinion um, tries to shut down the conversation, stuff like that, B- but only in arguments where at least they have a point. I don't agree with it, but they have an argument. I've mm-hmm. I've never been around one of these where. I mean, you're de- you're denying gravity or that the sun rises in the east or something. Right, I right. don't even know how that works. That's why it's so useful and funny uh, to see somebody who's that dedicated to shutting down any discussion that might lead to uh, something that they would actually object to. Because, you know, wh- where they were going was James Damore's point that, look, just on average, on average, if you got a class of 50 boys and 50 girls... There's going to be 17 boys and 11 girls who want to get into tech stuff and math. That's just that's just true. And if you get the discussion to that point, then the super radical feminazis have already lost the day because you're using science and fact and to argue your point, and they can't have that. So you shut it down at the men are taller than women right part. Right. By the way, just women to- tend to have babies come out of them. Whereas very well, few men do. Well, I'll ask you to stop with your hate, sir. Planned Parenthood, Indiana and Kentucky branch, declared in a tweet, and I quote, Some men have a uterus. 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 Stay with me. I'm almost done. Some men have a uterus. Some men have a uterus. Some men have a uterus. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. <laughs> they tweeted on March the foist uh, the other day. How many men have a uterus? One in a Some. billion? Some. <laughs> it's, it's women who have decided, I want you to call me a man. Have a uterus. Okay. okay. People are making various jokes about deuteruses and broveries. <laughs> you guys aren't helping. You're funny, but you're not helping. Yeah, I'm not sure you're... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, the famous counter-argument is if you call a dog's tail a leg, how many legs does a dog have? The answer is four. Because you can call the tail anything you want, but it's not a leg. 
A dog has four legs. I feel like I've been tricked. Yeah, I do, too. It's like you pretended to throw the tennis ball and stuck it behind your back. And I was looking around. That's right. Where That's is right. <laughs> woof, woof, indeed. Huh? He's a wizard. He made the tennis ball disappear. I better <laughs> always, do whatever he says. Always works. Always works. So what's the ultimate goal of the some men have a uterus? What's the goal of that? Oh, just the whole super progressive, your your sex is whatever you say it is. Um, you can't wear the pussycat hat at the marches because some men have a vagina and the rest of it. Or You're no, just trying not, to erase all lines. Yeah, I think the controversy over that was not all women have the vagina, so the, the, the pink hats were a bad symbol for the women's march because not all women have Because transgender women yeah. have penises. So get a penis hat. What do I care? I can see how if you're young and uh, I don't know. Stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have no patience for this Whoa. lunacy, but go on. I sorry. can see how if you're young and childless, you, you, you buy into some professor's thing that all this stuff about men and women is, you know, it's put upon you by society. I right. can see how you'd buy into that. I don't see how anybody who's a parent does. No. I mean, if you've, if you've had kids or been around little boys and girls, it's just, it's just as obvious as obvious can be. Um, their different tendencies and needs and, and what they're into and everything yeah. like that. But I I know some parents that Just have society kids. imposing those upon those children, Jack. In in ways that you don't even understand, man. Right, exactly. But um I mean you, you just play you go to the playground and the little boys are running around chasing each other, trying to poke each other with sticks, and the little girls are talking about who was mean to who, and it's just playing house, yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, just what it is. You know, it's uh, I've read some absolutely hilarious accounts of various social justice warrior mommy and daddies. Are we allowed to use those terms? Um and trying so hard to get their little girl to to dress in blue and and swing a hammer and trying so hard to put their little boy in pink and play with dolls and both kids are like no I don't want to do this and they just they get so mad it's just hilarious I would I would hate to be so controlled by my ideology I couldn't see the world as it is do you force your little girl to play with dolls when she'd rather pick up a bat? You're a bad parent. Well, I didn't see... But if you force your little girl to pick up a bat when she'd rather play with dolls, you're a bad parent and a nut. I didn't see this whole uh, gender fluidity thing coming, So, because I didn't know there was another gear to this whole argument. Because it seemed to me for quite a while that, okay, women, you won. You, you won. There are more of you getting more advanced degrees. There are more of you in college. There are more of you getting coming out of law school. Or you're, you, at some point, we got to be concerned that there aren't enough boys becoming doctors or lawyers or whatever, right. and right. wonder, you know, what do we do to try to promote that? Um, because that, that that seems like that you won that argument. Yeah, a lot of these a lot of these arguments they masquerade as justice or or you know anti racism or anti fascism or or whatever when they're just a raw quest for power. You know, the whole, uh, you know, interestingly, the whole, the white man just wants to hang on for po- uh, to power. That's why they want to enforce immigration laws, blah, blah, blah. That's always the argument made by the other side, partly because they really, really want the power so that they can then uh, use it in ways so, you know, uh, evil it would make uh, white people blush. People often yell justice when they actually want power. Not to say all quests for justice aren't, you know, legitimate, but... Um, you know, just be careful. People want power, and then when they get it, they're going to wield it the way they want to. And you know what? Brown people, when they get power, act just like white people did, who act just like Asian people did who got power. Please see uh, Imperial Japan, but see Mao's China, see Cambodia. I mean, please, 
unfettered power wielded by anybody ends up in evil. Um, I would like to play that whole thing for a focus group of like, you know, a million people and just. Because I'm thinking it's a tiny percentage of people who buy into the argument of the the loudest few in that little room there. Right, right. We shouldn't be subjected to these fascists. Wow. I got to keep my kid from ending up that way. I got to work so hard. Make sure that doesn't happen. Start with the very basic. On average, men are taller than women. Let's just accept that and as a fact. some have a uterus. And why is that? Because men are better. I say some have a uterus. <laughs> because men try harder. You spell that U-T-E-R-U-S. Women are too lazy to grow is what happens. I'm a lactating man. <laughs> with a natural born ovary. I once read Madame Bovary. <laughs> okay. And I got me on the report. <laughs> I don't want to see a man lactate you. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. If you owe back taxes. The Armstrong and Getty Show. My son's birthday yesterday. He's halfway to 16, which he's very excited about because he's obsessed with the uh, 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 chance to get to drive on the road. Wow. It's like his only goal in life. Wow, that's funny. A lot of young folks aren't getting licenses these days, but he's a, he's a, well, he's an Armstrong boy. The open road is his friend. Um, and uh, we went to, uh, we were at a grocery store and what were we doing? Picking up a cake. <laughs> And uh, mentioned birthday, and the manager was standing around and said, oh, what's his, what's his name? And then they started making announcements all over the store. Happy birthday to Sam. Happy birthday to Sam. Every department made the announcement. Wow. What a great grocery store. And he was just thrilled with that. Nice. I mean, thrilled. Wow. That was very cool. Wow. They, they will have my business forever. That's nice. What if they, like, get real chatty when you check out? They don't there. So, you're buying burger meat and buns. You're going to have burgers? It's a grocery store we've been trying to get to to let us endorse them because it's the best grocery store ever. But anyway, oh yeah, and we should. They, yeah, yeah. If they were smart, they'd yeah. sign on. They're huh? the best grocery store ever. But um, picked out a cake. This is not the fault of the store. Terrible cake. Mm. <laughs> that that I I might tell them that they don't like because even the kids thought it was too sweet. Even in, <sighs> but it, it it was designed for children and had spark. It had the sprinkles all over it. Yeah. I mean, it had the look of kids are going to like this cake. But it was so sweet. Even even little, an eight year old and a six year old said, "I I I had enough of that after a couple of bites." And that's not easy to do with do a f- child if you've ever been around a child. Do you feed your children cakes with added sugars? We've prepared our children yes. kale cakes, kale and quinoa cakes, with icing crafted from only organic, avocados. natural avocado skin, <laughs> because we believe in using every part of the avocado. I can't believe you serve sugar to your children. (laughs) Well, there's another one of those things that science says is not true, or some people deny that sugar has any effect on children. Okay, give your kids some sugar and then watch them react. (laughs) They just go berserko. All right, so I have a trio of stories, none of which deserves uh, more than a little time uh, for various reasons. This one, because, you know, what's the point? What's the point? The estimated cost of building about 120 miles of 
bullet train track. It's not a bullet train. It's a regular train. How dare you? In the How central. Dare you? How dare you? Uh, in the I'm, Central Valley. I'm, I'm Jeff Sessions. I'm trying to work on that Kate McKinnon Jeff Sessions. No, I don't. I think he's, he's so creepy. <laughs> How dare oh. you? You, t- right. you want me to scream? I wake up in the middle of the night and Kate McKinnon's Jeff Sessions is crouching over in the corner of the room. Well, you know oh, who she God, looks exactly you'd s- like. You saw yourself. Bat Boy from the Weekly World News <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Sessions, what do you have to say to that? How dare you? Right? How dare you? So about 120 miles of the uh, Crony Express track in the Central Valley uh, was going to be about $6 billion uh, originally. $6 billion for 120 miles of track. Um, then they raised it to $7.5 billion, and now they're saying it's going to be $10.6 billion, a $2.8 billion uh, increase from the current budget, and again, a near doubling of the current budget. And that's right in the Central Valley where it's cheapest and easiest. The $30 billion bullet train that the soft-headed voters of California approved turned into the 60 some billion dollar bullet train. I have said I will wager any amount of money over, you know, with whatever grand rules you'd like to set. That it will be $100 billion plus if it is ever built. I don't think it'll ever be built. No, indeed. But so the L.A. Times uh, doing a nice job of covering the fact that that, even mo- the that easiest, money will be spent. <laughs> even the effortless parts of building this thing are skyrocketing in cost. And it's just laughable. Moving along, because we don't want to spend all day on that. It's just too frustrating. How about this? This is a cheery note. Wait a minute. How much time do we have? No. South African triathlete is biking as part of his training with his partner. Uh, ne'er-do-wells, evildoers, knocked him off his bike. He said, here, take my phone, take my watch. They didn't want him, his phone and his watch. They took a saw and tried to saw off his legs. Why? They wanted his legs because he ran afoul of somebody or other in oh. that dangerous, dangerous land. This guy, guy was a, an Olympic athlete. He was about to compete in the South African National Championships, and they tried to saw off his legs. Well, that's gruesome. What was your goal with that story? Don't go to South Africa unless you got, you know, unless you're ready to protect your legs. <laughs> unless you're ready to protect your legs. Pack more right? legs. That's how uncivilized and ugly that land is. Finally, this. <laughs> Moving along. Wake Perth, up with two extra legs. I know where I got to go. Perth, Australia. The world's oldest known message in a bottle has been found 132 years after it was thrown into the sea. Saw that tossed up a German boat in the 1800s. What it said will shock you. Okay. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, President Trump calling the mayor of Oakland, California, a disgrace. And babies who look more like their dads are likely to be healthier. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Gippy. All right. Keep up that talk. I'm going to unplug your microphone. <laughs> yeah. It's some sort of gender talk that we will not put up with. <laughs> Uh, so all that on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Superman. I know you're going to get to the story of if a kid looks more like his dad, he's happier as we're 
healthier. One of our healthier, yeah. if one of our textures pointed out, obviously if a boy looks more like his dad than, for instance, his best friend's dad, hmm. dad is probably going to treat him better and hmm. then he'll be healthier. Yeah. Yeah. If you look like the UPS driver or something like that as opposed to your dad. Oh, boy. Or if you look like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. For instance. <laughs> You're the man for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your son. He looks funny in a way. Yeah. His head is square. <laughs> Why is his head square? <laughs> uh, Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, during his Sacramento speech about immigration, Attorney General Jeff Sessions singled out Oakland's Mayor Libby Schaaf for announcing ICE raids in Northern California before they happened. Here's my message to Mayor Schaaf. How dare you? How dare you needlessly endanger the lives of our law enforcement officers to promote a radical open borders agenda. Well, today... Because I'm a kooky ideologue who doesn't really think things through. I'm swept How dare up, you? I'm swept up with emotional arguments about hardworking people who just want to be part of the community. This one seems so open and shut. Now, the fact that they used the exact language from when the Obama administration went after Arizona, that was not an accident, I'm No, assuming. that was a little trolling, yeah. Well, today during a pre-cabinet meeting presser, President Trump went on to add... What the mayor of Oakland did the other day was a disgrace, where they had close to a thousand people ready to be gotten, ready to be taken off the streets. Many of them, they say 85 percent of them were criminals and had criminal records. And the mayor of Oakland went out and she she went out and warned them all, scatter. So instead of taking in a thousand, they took in a fraction of that, about 150. And they were all set. This was long in the planning. And she said, get out of here. And she's telling that to criminals. And it's certainly something that we're looking at with respect to her individually. Whatever mm. that means. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Looking at it. We're looking at it. Yeah. The mayor. Uh, I mayor... wonder if that she broken any law by doing that. Uh, it's possible. Possible. Yep. Seems like a bit of a stretch, but I don't know the specific statutes on disclosing the presence of a federal operation. I don't know. Mayor Schaaf, for her part, says she has lawyered up just in case. want to see her doing the perp walk, the shuffle, leg irons. His man, Corey. Corey Lewandowski is behind closed doors with the House Intelligence Committee. That's uh, Trump's uh, former campaign manager. In a return visit uh, by Lewandowski as the committee investigates Russian interference in the last presidential campaign. So he is back behind closed doors. And email accounts belonging to White House Communications Director Hope Hicks may have been hacked. NBC reporting that a day before she resigned, Hicks told the House Intel Committee she was no longer able to access two of her accounts, one of which she used as part of the Trump campaign, the other a personal account. From like her college days. Yeah. So now sources are saying Hicks portrayed herself as not savvy with technology and said one of the accounts had been hacked. It's not clear which account she was referring to or who she may have suspected hacked into it. She is set to leave her post at the White House in the coming weeks. Those are the updates on uh, former members of Donald Trump's staff. Not another story. We had an emailer say uh, he didn't know what she looked like, so he uh, Googled ho pics. <laughs> and now it's in trouble at his job. <laughs> Very clever, sir. Very Tur- clever. Turns out babies who look more like their dads are likely to be healthier by the time they turn one year old. 
Now, that's according to a new study that looked at As children... As a bald man, my bald babies looked exactly like me. There you go. Proof. That's according to a new study that looked at children living with single mothers. It found that if the kid looks more like their father, the father is more likely to spend more time with the oh, child. Oh, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. This is so sad that's, and tawdry. Don't make a kid unless you're together. Please. The suggestion is that similar looks on some level clue the father to the fact that the child is indeed their own genetic offspring. Yes. I could believe that's some sort of deep anthropological yep. reaction. You think you're nicer? You react more, uh, uh, well, yeah, you react differently to your child and somebody else's child. Well, yes. But just because it looks more like you? Hmm? Are you arguing... Arguing with science? I'm arguing with this science. Where's it from? Study is published in the Journal of Health Economics. Yes. It is science. The JAG. Love it. Although, you know, I mean, that that makes sense to me. If the child looks like you or you think it looks like you, of course you're going to embrace it. I was hoping both my kids would look like my wife, and luckily that's happened. Mm. Luckily for them. There you go. Anyway, that's a wrap at your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. At, uh, how old is our bald eagle? Do we have an 17. age on 17. 17. They 17. lived at 44. Yep. Didn't know that either? Yep. I made it up. Hmm. Just like Marshall's news. So what did the oldest message in a <laughs> bottle say? German ship. There's a hint. Your tone of voice makes it sound like it's going to be exciting, but yes, does not necessarily mean that will be the case. I don't appreciate your uh, your skepticism. <laughs> Before junk pics, there were junk drawings. Yes. <laughs> and it was written in German, I imagine. Jawohl. All right. Yes. Here is our message for you. <laughs> that is just part of the petering out coming up on the Armstrong and oh, Getty Show. Whatever. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The holidays may be... The Armstrong and Getty Show. Street lights along the highway, throwing shadows in the dark. And the memories keep on turning to the rhythm of a prayer. The world's oldest message in a bottle was found off the coast of Australia. Yeah. It's 131 years old. Isn't that cool? All the 131-year-old message said was, you up? <laughs> wow. 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 So it passes for humor these days. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> apparently back in the uh, 1880s, was it, or 1860s? Too many numbers. 1880s, the Germans, whatever that means, because it was really just kind of a... Tr- collection of uh, tribes and potentates at that point, but they threw thousands of bottles with their navigational positions into the water in an attempt to uh, assess tides and shipping routes and that sort of thing. So we'll throw in the date, the position of the ship, blah, 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 and then when they're recovered, the person will, I don't know, get on a horse and ride across the ocean and bring them back to us. I don't know what the plan was exactly. Apparently, 1880s Germans, too stupid to use GPS, but so they... uh, they threw these bottles into the ocean, and uh, they found one uh, just the other day in Australia. And it was uh, simply the name of the ship and its navigational position. 
Woman was walking on the beach, saw a bottle sticking up out of the sand, thought it looked like a cool bottle she'd put on her shelf. It wasn't until like a day later she figured out there was a a note in it. Yeah, it wasn't even corked. Looked like a cigarette in there. It was a tightly rolled up piece of paper, I guess. And and they, uh, uh, amazingly, an archival search in Germany found the Paula, that's the name of the ship, the Paula's original meteorological journal, there was an entry for that date made by the captain, and it was a perfect match, the handwriting and everything. So, yeah, it was an 1880s message in the bottle, yeah. But, uh, you know, dearest uh, Hortensia, <laughs> I am traveling across the Cape of Good Hope and will be back to you in beautiful Germany on the Nye. No, it was nothing that right, you know, yeah. old-timey and romantic. No, it was just a navigational position. I'm constantly fascinated by kind of studying older cultures and seeing what was the top of the science pyramid at that point right sure. like, yeah. the whole, we got to go out in the ocean we're going to drop these bottles in there and that's how we'll figure out tides i love that that's fascinating yeah right? well and the fact that the ancient mariners could get anywhere just by looking at the stars and they crafted mm-hmm. a sextant whatever that is i understand it's involved um it was amazing to me that the the old-timey guys they came up with a way human well, yeah. ingenuity you often didn't get there either so that, oh, right. that, that would happen regularly right right and then when you got there you just pretended like that's where you were anyway yeah, exactly like columbus yeah exactly <laughs> Hey, look at all these Indians. <laughs> yeah, hey, India's warmer than I thought it'd be. <laughs> so, you know what open table is? You make restaurant reservations there. Yeah, uh, and they hammer me with emails three times a day. Somebody at some restaurant made at least 300 fake reservations at other restaurants to try to do damage to them. Oh, my. And, like, nobody showed up on new, on uh, Valentine's, and they lost a whole bunch of money because they were thought they were all booked up, but they weren't real reservations. Sabotage. Yeah. They've been fired. Not exactly sure if they were doing it at the behest of the ownership or went rogue. Seems Mm. like a heck of a rogue thing to do. But anyway. Some people are awful. They're vicious. They're savage. They're indefensible. Does that work pretty well? I haven't eaten out. I've eaten out twice in the last 10 years, I think. Um, So, uh, but it seems like that that ought to be be worked out, you know? So you, you have one city. And everybody's able to just spread out over the restaurants instead of everybody wanting restaurant in one restaurant. You get mm. that spread out through social media and these apps. Does that work pretty well? I don't know. I've used it a couple of times. Mm. I don't I don't have any particular memory of it, which probably means it worked just fine. Mm. Yeah, when I was trying to make reservations for uh for Valentine's Day, there was full so yes. There were so <laughs> I, I didn't. I cooked at home and it was fantastic. Good man. Um but a lot it's of them, you got your wolf blanket there. Exactly. A lot of these things had outsourced their reservation. Like, I couldn't even do it over the phone. They would say, hey, go to the website, and yeah. it, it was like this click-through, third-party kind yeah. of weird website app thing. Yeah. yeah. Every, it seems like half the time, if I ever call a restaurant for anything now, they tell me to go to the website. What are you calling us for? <laughs> I don't know. What are you, like, old? <laughs> Thought I'd talk to a human being and see what's on your menu. It's on the website. Click. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Click. <laughs> Got another person calling up wanting to ask questions. My wife's here. What is this? The olden days? I want to do it to the old time movie. Like we did eat, uh, get Chinese takeout the other day. What I order? The sweet and sour pork, of, of course. course. Um, but my wife likes to do it online. I, don't, I like to call up and tell them, but she she does everything online, pays uh. for it online. It's just she finds it simple and easy. It is, of course. Yeah, it's a little cumbersome. Wave of the future. I find it that way, too. You make me click around and type around and find, uh, what do you want, half pepperoni or all pepperoni? Okay, click, sorry. As opposed to, let me tell the teenage 'er ne'er-do-well what I want, have them write it down incorrectly, (laughs) then bring me the pizza. All right? That's easy for me. I'm the customer. Mm? (laughs) Right. 
So, Sean, I got a question for you. Do you ever have a gal over and you say to her, hey, you want to uh, relax on the wolf blanket? If you do, you got to hit her with this line. Oh, careful. Don't let him bite you. <laughs> wow. I will, I'll I will. be uh, getting my things. And then she leaves. I'll adapt that and just reference some sort of, don't worry, the wolf blanket doesn't bite. She'll back out with the mace in her hand. <laughs> Pepper spray at the ready. Don't let him bite you. I'm telling you. I have the wolf blitzer blanket. It really sucks. <laughs> Slightly different mood that sets. <laughs> yes. That's pretty funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Big face of wolf blitzer on a blanket right in front of a full moon. <laughs> mm. Awesome. Well, we barely have any time left. How much time do we have left, Michael? Like a minute and a half? Yeah, a minute and a half. That's now. too long. That's too and much. Did I tell you about time a message in a bottle? One minute. Right. <laughs> oh, Marshall, we've been meaning to bring you up, this up, and we don't have time. Maybe tomorrow we will. Right, We're thinking right. about doing a Bachelor-style competition with you as the Bachelor. Yes. And lining up some women and having them come in here, and maybe we do it, I don't know, over like four breaks, and you give each of them a, you know... You hand out three roses for the four women and, you know, vote them off. Each of them a nutritious trout or something. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We're we're wanting to win the winner a trout. (laughs) Of course, we need to get your permission to see if you have any interest in this. You could could be involved in the screening process for choosing the the ladies vying for your affection. I'm sure we could put together some sponsors with a fabulous dinner out or something is sort of the prize as opposed to it. You don't have to get married to them. Dump run and casino day or something. I'm sure we can figure something out. And a a chaperone uh, making sure that neither one of you ends up, you know. <laughs> Missing <In a> barrels, <laughs> yes. whatever. <laughs> but you think that'd be fun? Or? I think it'd be great. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I like the idea of that. Let's so we're gonna do it. We're gonna have to figure out how we come up with some contestants, hmm. how many we need, and all that sort of thing. Right, and how we will screen them before they get on the show. You mean? Now, did you say I'm involved right. in the screening process? Oh yeah, you oh, will. Yeah, the, the, way, the same way as on the Bachelor. Oh, he decides. Very good. Very you good. Know, round by round, who he votes off. The Bible used to call this procuring flesh. <laughs> well, a little bit. The Bible. <laughs> oh, boy. Arms final thoughts. There you go. Here's your host for final <laughs> thoughts, Joe Getty. I love it. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Marshall Phillips, final thought. I have made a possibly terrifying discovery. I don't think my automatic garage door will stop if it comes down on something like my car or my body. So, I'm going to try an experiment. I'm going out and buying a melon today and see if the door <laughs> will squash it, and then we'll post the video tomorrow. Ah, the old melon test. Yes. <laughs> yes. Excellent. <laughs> Michelangelo, the final thought, your final thought. Uh, been trying to calm down for the last hour, guys. That Portland clip where the woman says that men are taller, or that women are taller than most men. Maybe I got it the wrong way. Let's just say I haven't been this angry in years. I better calm down before I drive home. All right. Oh, well, I blew that one. Yeah, it was terrible. (laughs) It was terrible. Uh, Positive, Sean, your final thought. Yes, paying off a tease from yesterday, there are four words in the English language that end in D-O-U-S. Tremendous, stupendous, horrendous, and hazardous. Ah, Ah, that was the one. I didn't come up with any of them. That was interesting. Um, Jack, your final thought for us, please. My final thought, we're doing an event tonight. I always dread these and always end up liking them after, uh, after they get there. I don't know. I wish I didn't have that whole I don't want to see people thing phobia that I have. I just, I hate, I, I, I go into it thinking I hate you all, and then it's usually not that bad. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, uh, no, I, I'm looking forward to it. It's, I think it'll be fun. Oh, uh, let's see, my final thought, I had a final thought, but now it sounds stupid. Uh, uh, 
Uh, wow. That's just some I sort have of a feeling. That awkward yeah. groaning is yes. not good for any of us. This, I will have. <laughs> this is the petering out. I have a feeling <laughs> that when the court does rule on the U.S. versus state of California uh, immigration lawsuit thingy, people will be so whipped up into their ideological camps and so unwilling to go along with the law of the land and the courts of the land that it will become double ugly afterward. So the law will be settled, but the society will not. You don't think that mayors or states or whatever will just say, okay, I guess we got to go along with the federal law? You don't think that'll happen? I think there might be an afterword period where people are getting arrested and mayors are flouting the federal law and showing their true progressive colors by violating the law. Willing to go to jail for their... Their cause yeah. of allowing illegals to stay in the country. Put which Libby Schaffin like irons. We'll see. Uh, talk to you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. We apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. The show's over. What? Bye-bye. How dare you. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. Your 